This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Ray's Energy. Yes, Ray's Energy provides you with all that flavor and not that energy drink afterburn. And it also provides you with all the energy you need without that crash later. They've got great flavors like Galaxy Burst, Phantom Freeze, and even Sour Gummy Worms. And if you act now, you can go to repsports.com. Use the promo code R2P2 and you can save 10% on your order. Again, that's repsports. Dot com. Use the promo code R2P2 and you will save 10% on your Raise Energy Drinks order. Now let's go ahead and hit that music. What's up everyone? Welcome to a special edition of Face the Heel because it is Easter and we're recording a little later because, you know, we all had dinners and family to spend with and we hope you all did the same and had some good old time. I had ham. What did you have, Paul? I can't even begin to tell you what I had. I had so much. Well, I just mean like normally like every dinner there's like that main like turkey for Thanksgiving and then you have all the sides. We had ham. We had prime rib. What? We also had this big Easter breakfast. You didn't tell me there was prime rib. I would have came. You would, You were invited. You could have just showed up. I would have ignored packing for prime rib. Packing, Ralph? What are you packing for? Oh, yes. Next week. Uh, that is one thing. Uh, <laughs> there will. There is a high probability there is no episode next week. Unless I record from a hotel in Florida because I will be going to WrestleMania because my friend uh, twisted my arm to go, I would say. And by twisted, I mean Cuomo lifted all the restrictions in New York, so I don't have to quarantine when I come back. Well, we hope you have fun. Yeah, I mean, the- yeah. Unless I'm sick, but obviously I will I, quarantine, but. I mean, yeah, this is going to be your second WrestleMania, right? It is, and it will be significantly cheaper because we can only go to WrestleMania. There's no, we can't go to NXT TakeOver, we can't go to SmackDown, can't go to Raw, the Hall of Fame, none of it. It's just WrestleMania. I wonder if, I'm sure this is known, so you can let me know right now, Blake. Are they going to go back to, like, for the Raw after Mania? Are they going back to the Thunderdome? Because I'd imagine they would. I believe so. I'd imagine they would. Uh, I know there was plans. I think they have to move soon because, like, their current contract might be coming up. Or something like that. Like there, there was talks they might have to move again, but to the best of my knowledge, they still plan on using the Thunderdome until I think they can have live shows. Which I'm assuming both Super Bowl and this are going to be used to like gauge that because I don't think there was any issues at Super Bowl. Which did, had did we hear about anything? Not that I heard of. Not that I heard of. And I'm pretty sure they when I was looking, they had almost twenty five thousand fans there. Is that how many are going to be at WrestleMania? That is what they were allowed. So if they sell out all the tickets, yes, there would be 25,000 people. I there. think before when you mentioned that to me before we started recording, 25,000 is like more than a arena. Hit. So like any like Royal Rumble or SummerSlam or WrestleMania that's been like in an arena, that's still – and like those have been packed houses with like loud pops and cheers and everything. That's still going to be less than what this WrestleMania is going to have fan-wise. So that's, you know, that's awesome. I'm excited. Like I said, they were trying to push for – I actually just quickly looked it up. The capacity is just under 66,000 at Raymond James Stadium. So they're getting – 30%. A little over 33% maybe? Yeah, a little over. Because 22 would be 33%. So yeah, a little over. Uh, And they were pushing for more because they were originally thinking they were going to get at least 30, but they were pushing for 45,000. That's like like a a WrestleMania that – that's like an uncanceled event. That's like a yeah. That's awesome. I that, mean, of that's course, full I, on. They're trying to go back into the swing of things. I mean, well, we all are. Which I wouldn't be shocked that things. if Vince tried to yeah push for forty five because they were like, hey, nothing happened at the Super Bowl. Let's let's ramp it up to the next level. I guess we, you know, everybody's come this far with 
not having fans at all these events and everything. I mean, to just like take one step at a time. Like we have come this far. Let's not fuck it up. You know, and I'm not worried about it. I don't think there's going to be any issue. But I mean, you know, the fact that like, I, I again, I thought there was going to be like 3,000 people there and they were going to like condense it somehow. But 25,000 people, that's awesome. Yeah, and they're doing it in pods. So I'm pretty sure the tickets were one, two, and four seats. So, and at first I thought it meant like literal pods. Like we'll get our own little like private air conditioned. No, like, it's just dude, clumps in the- Yeah, but how sick would that have been? If what they, like, took out the seats and you get, like, this special little... Dumb. Nah, that would have been sick. No, and then you get a little attendant that comes to you, which that part I am curious about. If, like... Because sometimes at, like, those really fancy movie theaters where you can stay in your seat and you can order from a menu, like... You might be able to, I mean... If they'll have it so, like, you really, they only want you to get up to use the bathroom, they don't well, want listen, you Well, to... listen, we live in New York State, which is one of the which has been one of the more uh, intense when it comes to restrictions, restrictions and lockdowns. Yep. And let's just say I've eaten at two all-you-can-eat buffets already in the past, like, two months. And you just put on gloves and you get to go up there and do what you want. Oh, really? Oh, the, the uh, we were at the mall yesterday. And Texas Day Brazil, you can go up to the salad bar yourself now. Oh, so, you must so, have been so excited for that. And Dave and Buster's is open. Yeah. <laughs> so one of it, our was, friends, it was a really exciting day at the mall yesterday. One, for, one of our friends <laughs> tried to get me to go last night at like 9 o'clock. And I oh, was we like, were, no. We were there at like 4, 3, 4 in the afternoon. We walked by Dave and Buster's. It was packed. Oh, I'd imagine. It was, it was like it never closed. I mean, everybody still has their fucking masks on and shit. But, I mean, of course, that's to be expected again. Baby steps. We've come this far. Yeah, and to the best of my knowledge, that will still be enforced down in Florida. I know for at least WrestleMania it is. Well, you know what it is? It it won't be – I don't think it's being enforced by, like, the Florida government, but private companies or, like, private businesses such as, like, the owners of the stadium – what is it, the Raymond James Stadium or something? They have the right. It's their venue. So if they – or saying, you know, we'll let you have X amount of fans or we'll let you have your event. You got to kind of abide by our rules. And I get that. So I'd imagine that they would definitely, you know, yeah. have a uh, have to have a mask rule in there. So, of course, when you're sitting, I don't think you have to. I doubt that because we are because that's why I was saying by pods is like we'll literally be they're going to put X amount of seats in between all the pods, uh, which is why when it came down to it, the most tickets left over were the single seaters because. I'm actually kind of si- shocked they did single singers. They didn't just do nothing but two, like two, three, and four. Well, why would you pay if one person's going to go by themselves? Why would you have to pay for two seats? I just feel like maybe like less. I feel like they put more single seaters than they might have needed to because I think you can still buy tickets now. The well, fact that you can still buy tickets the week prior to WrestleMania, you might have could have redone it. And I think. Well, I think with all the like spacing and stuff, if they have to like redo it or if somebody. Like you can easily rearrange like single pods into like a double pod if you have to. For, for whatever the, like, the venue, you know what I mean? Like, if there's, like, because not, not every seat's going to be filled up and yeah. people are going to be distanced away. So I'm sure that there's a way they could. They might have. Uh, I'm not really sure. I Like I said, ever since we got the tickets, the only thing I followed was they did release, like, an article saying, here's all the things we'll be abiding by and you have to abide by. That's sure, why I know masks sure. will be a thing. Sure. I just, obviously, I don't follow Florida's because I'll be there for a weekend and that's it. Yeah. So I'll I probably am. just wear my mask while I'm there because I'm used to it at this point. Are you staying in a hotel or are you staying with We our, are staying in a hotel for a couple of the nights because okay. while it's only Saturday, Sunday, I am leaving Friday, coming back Tuesday because it literally was hundreds of dollars cheaper. How far away is the venue from? From our hotel? No. I don't want it. From our friend? How, yeah, uh, how far he is... lives in Orlando. 
Oh, I'm pretty so sure Orlando Tampa, and Tampa is not that far from each other. Both significantly far where. Yeah, it's well, when I come in Friday night, weekend. yes. Okay. Uh, where are you flying to Orlando? Yeah, I'm flying right. into Orlando. He's picking me up, and then we're going to Tampa. Literally that night. Which know, would be fine for me because I go in at 10. That'll be like. Not going to stop at uh, Universal Studios? I might because I, I do have that Monday. We'll see what happens. Here's the uh, here's the big question, and I think everybody wants to know this: is Ralph, what present are you bringing Paul back from Florida? Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Florida's pretty known for their hookers and blow. So yeah, but I I, I, I can get that in New York. Oh yeah, we could definitely get that. In New I, York. I, I I can I can walk down to. <laughs> yeah, they, they probably have some specialty sunscreen. You know, maybe I'll get you some sunscreen so you don't burn. Yeah. Do I look like I burn? I've never sunburned in my life. I find that very hard to believe. I've, I've truly look at my skin. So like, I'm not I'm not this color. I've, <laughs> I've, just, I've never burned in my life, and I've stayed I'm not this color. I've stayed permanently tan my my whole life. I have olive skin, and it's because I have deep Italian roots. But it's also because I've truly I Ralph. I'm not lying. I've never sunburned. I do not wear sunscreen. That's impressive. I sunburned. Of course, it's impressive easily. to you because you're Irish. Yeah, so you're, I, you're I also, white. You're white as the driven snow. I'm pretty sure you're. No, that's pretty blinding. I'm not blinding unless I take my shirt off, which I don't. Ralph, you it, listen for someone who sunburns like you're Irish. All of you. Sunburn. Yes, I. I'm not <laughs> Irish. All of you. No, I know. What do you mean all of you? I mean all Irish people. I know <laughs> what I said. <laughs> yeah, look at Seamus after a wrestling match. My uncle is Irish, so I can say straight well, out, straight out Ireland. I'm about to find out some more because uh, they finally started. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. My my uncle's straight out of Ireland, and he's got a deep voice and deep Irish accent. I understand about every fifth word he says. <laughs> That's I, awesome. I just, well, I actually learned my uh, grandfather on my mother's side. Wait, great grandfather, uh, straight off the boat from Ireland. Was it St. Patrick? <laughs> Dude, honestly, <laughs> it could be because uh, this is yeah, literally going into like. I think the late 1800s yeah, because yeah. I think my grandmother's I'm in pretty late sure, 80s. I'm pretty sure not to like, I, I definitely believe you, but like, I'm pretty sure 90% of like our generation's great grandparents are like all immigrants. Vast majority. We're going to get to a point like maybe our great grandchildren. I don't think my great, <laughs> my great grandparents on my dad's side were, Depends, I think yeah. they were here for a while. But I know my great grandparents on my uh, mother's side. At least one of them I know. Literally, my yeah. grandmother has told me how he comes came right off a boat from cool. Ireland, yeah. which they are actually processing my sample at Ancestry DNA. Oh so well, we're gonna cool. have a special Face the Heel podcast uh, DNA reveal. Yeah, we're gonna find out <laughs> if uh, it's embarrassing I have a bunch of Irish tattoos or not. I I'm sorry, Ralph. I love you, and I know how broken you'd be, but my I I I, I would almost. There's almost no amount of money I wouldn't pay for you to get that back and have zero percent Irish heritage, dude. Like I, say, say like your your parents were just like they just mixed it up and they've been saying Ireland, but it's been like Wales the whole time, <laughs> and they're just like, oh, well, it's, it's all United Kingdom. And my grandmother got it wrong. He didn't come <laughs> off the boat from Ireland. He came off the boat from well, you Germany. know when you get when you get to Ellis Island, like they don't a lot of these immigrants who come here that you know it's naturally like they don't speak the language it's they it's a whole new world to them so like what, what we did is like for we still do it is like we just assign names and assign birthdays and just on you go and it's kind of like dehumanizing in a really sad yeah. way so for all we know like your great grandpa could have been like we're from we're from like wales or scotland or something they're just like ireland whatever get get in the country and it's <laughs> awful to think but like i've i've had the myth like plenty of people in my life who've like specifically they've come from 
from Asia and they really, they can't, they don't speak any English. And like, I know we're getting so off topic here, but we're super I, they were, they're, they're given like a name. And they're, the weirdest thing is that they're like given a birthday and every birthday that they get is January 1st. And they just like pick a year, I guess that's like close that's to their, so weird. cause I've, when I used to work for the doctor's office and I have a lot of like Asian people come in and their birth, all their birthdays were January 1st. And I was always like, that's weird. And I actually had a conversation with about it and she told me why. And it's because that's just like, if you, if you come, if you come through, you don't know how many documents or anything. They just say, so my point is a little history that's lesson so there. But my point is, is that you, you like, I just knew been, they would assign like last names and stuff like that. I didn't know they were also just like, yeah, here you go. January 1st. Well, look at it though. But like, say like you had to immigrate to like, I don't know, something like, like, like India or something like a, a, a very hard language that you would have no concept of understanding. You'd get there. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you'd be culture shock. You wouldn't know yeah. what to say. You'd be lost. And they would just be staring like, like they would, they would, yeah. what would they do? And you know, if you're like, you're, you're legal to like enter the country, they're just like, yeah, there's no issue here. You can come into the country, but they don't know anything about it. So they just here. Yeah. Know, I'm sure it's not as, I guess, primitive nowadays as much. I yeah. hope, I hope it isn't, but yeah, so you know, just a random. Uh, yeah, it's so weird. I mean, this is a wrestling podcast, and now we're hey, so you know, sometimes you need to learn something every day. Yeah, I and just, you know, sometimes I can't teach you wrestling things, so Paul's going to teach you history things because that's what Paul knows. No, he can I, also probably tell you like all the presidents in order. <laughs> no, I listen, and if I'm wrong, and if anybody like can fact check me or anything, by all means, because I uh, I don't. I don't say that with hundred percent accuracy. Take, I'll also with, admit, take it all with a grain of salt. Yeah, I, I'm all man, I'm not fact checking it. Like I'm cool with that. That's good enough for me. Watch Tamont Tamont's gonna be like, that's completely inaccurate. <laughs> and just send me a link to all the I'll be like, you know what? We'll be like, here's multiple my, articles. My bad. <laughs> my bad. I was just I was riffing. And I'll be like, well, still doesn't change what I'm I mean, yeah, I, and the whole point is I, I wanna like somehow what what logical way can we make Ralph get absolutely fricked in the bum? With all these Dude, Irish tattoos I, he has, and like, I'm just trying to put the pieces. Also, of the to together. throw out to people, I do have like red in my beard. Sometimes my hair has like a red tint into it, a hue. Like it's definitely summertime. red, but like when you look at you quick, it's not like red, red. I have like four different colors in my beard. I have like black, brown, red, and the sometimes a little bit of white. Well, that's called hate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I get like a piercing white hair here and there. Can you imagine we're doing like? We're, we're, this is the this is the Sunday before like the biggest one of the biggest wrestling sh- WrestleManias I'm, is probably ever of all time because and we're not saying one damn thing about wrestling. You want to know why? Because the build to this WrestleMania has been very bad. It has been yeah, very. And I'm not. And I, I saw somebody on the internet said, and I, I can't really confirm this because I've never, I guess, paid much attention. And we're going back years, but somebody uh, just a quick random comment from some anime profile picture on twitter but uh <laughs> she said something like the the wrestlemanias that have had like the bad or like the lackluster builds have always been like the better wrestlemanias so i i'm sure there might be some truth to that i think overall that's probably not true i don't know i bet you it's because but, they learned their lesson from the issue with the rock when for almost a year everyone thought the rock like john cena and the miz or like the rock and john cena were gonna have a match at wrestlemania and then we thought it was gonna be a triple threat match because of the miz came to find out the rock was just the host he wasn't even in the match like literally for months people thought he was in it and then he was just the host cost john cena the title at wrestlemania and then the following wrestlemania they fought each other yeah but like but specifically i guess like for this wrestlemania we know it's two nights so it's they've got there i really think they're going to deliver 
They have to. Like, this is WWE. I think chance. so, yes. They absolutely have to deliver arguably, like, the best WrestleMania in history. I but, feel like they've set up the matches to where some people are disgruntled for certain things, like certain people not being on it, but and even for a two-night show. But I feel like what they've set up so far, uh, excluding, like, one match, I, I think I'm excited for and but, has good potential. Well, let me get more specific then, I guess. Like, the builds to these matches, I think the matches are going to be good, but... Like for, uh, and I'll give you some examples. Like the Oscar and Rhea Ripley match is happening because Rhea Ripley showed up and said it's happening. Yep. Two weeks before WrestleMania or whatever, three weeks before WrestleMania. The Sasha and Bianca Belair storyline has gotten almost like to the point where these two could have, we were just talking not long ago that they could have been the main event of this WrestleMania to the point where now they're like taking stupid losses and having like these weird bickering matches and teaming up randomly to like take yep. on Naya and I don't even remember. Who yeah. It, Shayna. It, My God. Um, even like what, who is Bobby Lashley fighting? Drew McIntyre? Drew. Yep. Like what's the build up to that? I'm, there's too much going on. Like the, the hurt business is imploding now instead of like yeah, it's his weird. match with WrestleMania coming his first ever as WWE champion. So it's been a super, I think, and I, you know, you watch more raw than I do. SmackDown I think is doing a good job because you know, we're, we can talk about that later because, like, what's going on with Edge is interesting. Daniel Bryan's just there to take a pin, but they kind of snuck him in there, not in just, like, a shitty way. That one we're going to talk about, but right. I, I, okay. I, I'm having mixed feelings on that match. I had a two-second thought in the shower that said, what if Daniel Bryan wins? And then I said, that's not happening. So, I, you know, <laughs> I've had multiple thoughts about that. You want to talk about it now? Or later? We can, but, like, to your point, I feel like it's weird because they started the build-up real strong, like, I would say, like, the week after Lashley, like, won the title, it was, like, that's kind of where it started going downhill, like, just kind of been, like, lackluster, because at Fastlane, they were, like, well, let's just put Sheamus and Drew against each other, and it was, like, because they were, like, they had the storyline, but it's, like, oh, shit, we forgot to start the storyline, like, we, like, skipped a week on accident, so now we kind of got to, like, rush put things together, and it's, like, things I, fell apart because of that reason. I don't know, it's you know, but weird. It's, it's, it's so weird because they've gotten they've done multiple angles to like set up the storylines they've done they've there's like like oscar and rhea ripley happened because rip rhea ripley showed up and said it's happening um drew and bobby is just happening because there's just no one else on raw that's worth like stepping up to bobby that isn't like outside of randy orton who's already in a storyline yeah but then you have on the opposite side Big E and apollo cruz who've wrestled each other every week for the past 14 years, it seems like, and they're having another match. So where there actually is history and buildup and a storyline, it's just been so overused and overworked. And my, what's a Nigerian drum match? Did I dream I, that? Did I dream that and I shouldn't have said that? Did I, like, check Twitter at 2 in the morning when I was asleep and read that wrong? No, I double-checked it. On the latest episode of SmackDown, challenge E to a Nigerian drum match. What the hell? Like, I mean, I'm... Though it's unclear exactly what that entails. Yeah, okay. So, like, do you have to, like... Listen, Put if there's drums drum. going... Like, if they... If it's, like, a lumberjack match, but they're playing, like, drums and shit during the whole match, I'm in on that. That sounds that sounds like, like tribal war or something. Like, that's awesome. Uh, If they just have to, like put their head through a drum or something like that. Yeah. I don't want like, I, 
it, it'll be like the stupid uh, Elias's match. Uh, the, the guitar, uh, the the Symphony of from Hell. Or yeah, Symphony right? of Destruction. Yes, the Symphony of Destruction. But Which like, could have been great, but it, it's super mediocre. I mean, and, and we've said I have no problem with like Apollo versus New Cap. I actually like what Apollo. Yeah, Cruz I, is this doing is the right first now. time I've enjoyed him. And I, but I don't want to see him and Big E. Uh, so I just like this. Just Big E wins. Just move on. Do something else with Big E. I find it funny that you say that because, like, night two with Biggie and Apollo also entails uh, Kevin and Sammy again. With, uh... Yeah, the Logan Paul situation uh, going on. So, I'm so excited that I can finally say this. It's normally Paul who gets to say it. But, my God, Logan Paul looked like such a dweeb on SmackDown. Like, it's like he didn't know what to do. Like, they gave him, like... Okay, this is what's going to happen. This is what you're going to do. He looked and it just felt like he was so out of place and he didn't know what to do. I didn't actually, I didn't watch it. It was, so. Weird. oh, I know I, I you didn't because you would have texted me because the dance move Sami Zayn was busting. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> I actually did see snippets of that and I felt. Oh yeah, it's all over TikTok. Fun. People started putting like Soldier Boy songs to it and stuff. <laughs> like it's great. So the actual match, like Sammy and Kevin is a, is a good match. And I think a lot of people are really invested in that. Um, the build-up of this, you don't really need a build-up, I guess, with them because there's just so much history between them that I don't really care. I'll Which just, is what I think they're playing off of. Sure, I'll make up my own, like, whatever's happening. Like, I, I don't care what's happening. Oh, they just, they someone cut the other one out of Timmy Orton, so. Is it what? I'm sorry? <laughs> someone cut the other off at a Timmy Orton. That Orton's is or... prejudice against Canadians. There is a Timmy Hortons in Buffalo, I'm pretty sure. You sure um, about that? Positive, yeah. There's definitely Timmy Orton. Buffalo, okay. Buffalo is pretty much Canada. I don't care what anyone says. Buffalo is just dirty Toronto. So, <laughs> so I, there's definitely a Tim Horton. Dirty Toronto, he says. And there's, I, are you looking it up? <laughs> no. Fact check me on that. There's got. I'm looking. I'm, I'm checking. There's definitely a Tim Horton in Buffalo. I can actually. Uh, Horton's U.S. Buffalo, New York, Tim Hortons. Are in, <laughs> there are supposedly 550 locations in the U.S. Yeah, look. The 181 Ellicott Street. That's that's in Buffalo. So, I've never been to Buffalo. I have. I mean, we, we, we live in New York. For a Buffalo Patriots game. We live. So, here's the thing. And I almost got fought with. Yeah. well, Because <laughs> I wore a Patriots jersey. Well, yeah. There's just all Buffalo knows is fighting and the fight. They, they just know the bills and snow. Well, this is also going back to uh, like 2011, 2012, so they were real bad. Yeah. Like, they had zero hope for anything. Buffalo's like a five-hour drive, so... Yeah, but it was I'm, my first NFL game. Yeah, it was awesome. but I'm pretty sure, like... Patriots <laughs> steamrolled them. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that, like, after, like, having to, like, drive five hours to Buffalo to just go to Buffalo, <laughs> you would have fought anybody. I'm in no mood for this shit. Yeah, but a lot of those people probably were there. They're, they're home fans, <laughs> for the most part. Well, yeah. Yeah. So they only had to drive like 10 minutes, but they did have to get drunk before the game to I will, watch the game. You know, I'll go to Buffalo for a Ranger Sabres game. Ralph, you can come with me. And I just because I want to go to a Timmy Horns. We can try a Timmy. I know Roy Rogers, but. It's better than Roy Rogers. You're wrong. Who would win the fight, Tim Horton or Roy Rogers? Roy Rogers. No. Yeah. Because, no. and this is my only reasoning, because I think he'd also be drunk so he wouldn't feel the pain. You know what, though? Because there's Rod a drink called Roy Rogers. Yeah, but Roy Rogers, though, has resorted to like only being in like three rest stops along interstates across America, whereas Tim Hortons is like the number one supplier of coffee 
in Buffalo and Canada, and they have special hockey packs that you can get special Tim Hortons hockey cards. And I want some Timmy Hortons hockey cards, and I want a cup of Joe from Timmy Hortons. I'll give you Canada, but I would still be shocked if even in Buffalo, like Duncan isn't the number one. I don't. I got to be honest with you. I don't think you were like Tim Hortons is Duncan in Canada, and I no, told I you that. Buffalo is just is just it's just Canada. <laughs> They're you Canada. Say dirty Toronto. It's again. dirty Toronto. They're Canada, and it's funny because like Sabres fans hate Toronto, and Toronto hates Sabres, but they're just one and the same. It just they it snows all the time. They both look at the same waterfall all the time. <laughs> they both got Tim Hortons. They both have shitty hockey teams. So like, what what more do I need to say? Buffalo is Canada. One says a, one doesn't. There you go. Uh, <laughs> there's, your, there's your difference. I, I'm pretty sure you've got a few people in Buffalo who say it, but oh, again, I, we're 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 on the other side of the state. You know, we we're we're, we're drastically different. We're we're very, yeah, absolutely. We're pretty much like we get we have more Boston fans out here than anything Buffalo, and I think that's partly because Boston over the past like 20 years had good sports teams, and Buffalo has had no good sports teams outside of like. I think three. it's also because for some reason. So many people over the last like 20 years have chose the Giants or the Jets because I definitely know more New York fans than I do Boston fans, but not many of them are Buffalo Bills fans. The only true New York team is the Bills and everyone's a Giants or a Jets fan around here. Either that or they watched Bruce Almighty and then they went to Buffalo and said, wow, (laughs) Buffalo's nothing like this. They were like, wow, they really just took like the four nice parts of Buffalo and made this movie. That's hilarious. I've never thought of that. That's hilarious. And, and for those like, who don't get that joke, Bruce Almighty took place in Buffalo. And for anyone who's in Buffalo, if you're offended, well, I, I don't. I don't care. I'm not really sorry. I don't care. But I'll say sorry to make you feel better. We live in Albany. We're worse. <laughs> the only thing worse than Buffalo is Albany. And we're the capital. Like, so I can say whatever I want. I, we we don't even have a sports team here. Yeah, we not don't anymore. even have we don't even have like minor league to the minors here. Yeah, not anymore. We used to have a team. We used to have a lot of teams, and then people are like, "Oh, Albany sucks." <laughs> yeah, because the team sucks, so people stop the going to games. Thing we have here is a mall. We got two malls. But one mall is significantly shittier than the other mall. <laughs> yeah, we one, had three malls, and, one, and they turned that third mall into a Jimmy John's. <laughs> and a Walmart. They took the whole mall and turned it into an Orange Fitness, a Lowe's, and a Walmart. <laughs> but what? damn mall can't even survive up here. <laughs> yeah, but that one wasn't a shitty mall. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. shitty. I don't remember. It was, I was, it was always creepy in that mall. Yeah, because only like three stores were in it. <laughs> it had like enough for like 50 the, businesses the and food, there was three. The food court was a water fountain and a picnic table. <laughs> yeah, that, that mall was trash. Oh my god. So uh, another... Anyway, so uh, yeah, so WrestleMania is happening this yes. weekend. You're well, going to be Honestly, there. we're about to have so much wrestling over the next week and a half that it's literally non-stop until the Saturday after. Yeah, so it's it's Thursday. It's are it all doing, starts Wednesday. So they're doing NXT Wednesday, right? Yes, they're doing NXT two days because they're also doing a two night event. One night will be on TV. The second night is going to be on Peacock. Are they doing what is is 
Takeover Thursday, Friday, or is Takeover Wednesday, Wednesday Thursday. Thursday? And Friday's the Hall of Fame. And SmackDown. And okay, and then Saturday's WrestleMania, Saturday's WrestleMania, then Monday's Raw, and then Tuesday starts the new NXT night. New NXT okay. night and Thursday night starting this upcoming week is Impact, which I think they should have waited one more week. Like, sure, they'll they they're kinda on TV, aren't they? They're on like Access or something. Don't they have a weird oh, TV station? Yes. Yeah, you have to have, like, super cable for that. Yeah, super cable. <laughs> like, that's just weird. Like, if they're doing a two-night event, why wouldn't you push it one more week to switch? Because you can still have this upcoming Tuesday. No one's on it. You're not competing with anyone. Whereas this Thursday and the following Thursday, they switch to Tuesdays. You switch to Thursdays. And no competition. Instead, you choose it. Because it wasn't like they announced the move and then NXT was like two days. No, NXT announced Stand and Deliver two days, like a month and a half ago. It's because it's the only thing that Impact can do to like get their name out there in like one of the biggest weeks of wrestling in history. Well, I think it just I think it just <laughs> happened. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. And Impact's just like, well, the show must go on. The show's been going on since 2000. With and we've always we've taken the back seat to you know WWE. Everyone. WCW, no, that actually, uh, no, WCW is long gone. Yeah, WCW, it was pretty much a TN, a WCW turned into TNA. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Um, Just different company, kind of signing some of the same people. I wouldn't say they've taken the backseat to AEW because as much as AEW wants to like think they're a major company, I swear, I more we're gonna see what happens when NXT moves off and they all they both have their own nights. It'll be but, interesting because I know uh, one thing I said to you was if NXT doesn't go up or not NXT AEW doesn't go up. I think that is a very bad sign for them. Of course it is, but there's no way they don't. They have to increase. They're like, even I probably am going to throw it on now. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it on Wednesdays so now too right, because I can watch right Tuesday. Yeah, there's two people who are going to now increase their viewership. But like, I'm also saying like, yeah, it's increasing. But I, I'll admit, I watch clips and I keep track of it like I do Impact. But I haven't watched a full episode in like two months. That's because fair, yeah. I have to try to find time, and then I lose track. And I'm like, oh, okay, I got to watch multiple episodes. And I just lose track. Um. I understand everything that's going on and I keep track of it, but I don't know. It's just like trying to watch both of them on the same night. And then I just, I forget. And then I'm like, Oh shit. And then I see what happens anyways. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I don't really need to watch it. I, I got the five minute highlight reel, but I did see a lot of people pointed out. uh, What was it? Jericho just did. He threw someone into something and he was just like, this is just the start of it or something. I'm trying to remember who he just threw. Maybe it was MJF or someone. But it was funny because everyone was like, huh, I feel like I've seen this before. And it was like the exact reenactment of when he threw Shawn Michaels into the TV on the highlight reel. <laughs> like exact same verbatim, everything. No, but they're there. They, they do their own thing. They're, yeah, they're, they're different. Their wrestling's different. I do got to say there is a conspiracy theory going on with AEW right now. They think there is a potential backdoor deal of some sort going on with WWE. That they might even be buying them. There's no way. And you, but did you see the big news that WWE shared the other day about Stone Cold and yep. Chris Jericho? Chris Jericho is going to be on the Broken Skull session. That's just so weird. Well, Chris Jericho's had a multi-decade history with WWE, as far as I know, and I could be wrong. So immediately stop me if I'm wrong. But like, it doesn't seem like Jericho and Vince ended on bad terms. I no. Think. So like they, they said they ended on decent terms. It's just Jericho wanted to do his own thing, and Vince had didn't want. Yeah, they had different. Like, well, that was also when he first went over to New Japan on the beginning when he challenged Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. There was rumors supposedly that 
he was over there to try to recruit Kenny Omega for WWE. Like, that was one of the rumors, but I never thought that. I thought it was just Jericho wanted to go back where, like, he's been famous his whole life and he can do whatever he wants. He didn't want to be like, you just made the list. No, he wanted to become Painmaker, which is inevitably what he ended up doing. And now he's late champion, <laughs> demo guy. Like, he yeah. wouldn't have became those things in WWE. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I, I'm think, I'm chalking that up just as two legends talking and Vince just kind of being like, yeah, it's just, let's just have this. Like, let's just have people. Talk. Yeah. Well, that's why a lot of people are like, like oh. Vince is like loosening up, I guess, which is weird because based off another thing we're going to talk about, I'm not positive about that. Well, so if, if W, there's no way WWE is buying a, no. like a lot just of AW admitting absolute defeat. I think and people just were getting, just hopeful for another WCW. Shane becomes the owner of AEW, and they feud. Type. They were hoping for that all over. Like, I mean, there's, there's, they're just, there's no way that like Cody yeah, yeah, zero would, chance. Granted, Cody, Cody, you, 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 you <laughs> son of a bitch, you, you, you. Oh, I've got. I, I, listen, I could, I could say things to about, and I, I don't want, I don't want to be a prick. Talked about that. I don't want to be a prick because I, I, I just, I can't help but think. Cody Rhodes sucked everybody in and was like, we're going to change wrestling. And yeah, he put a, he had some great moments in AEW and he really did what he had to do to get them on the map. But I'm sorry, I cannot be convinced otherwise that all Cody Rhodes cared about was becoming a celebrity. He's on the Go Big show. He has his own show with Brandy Rhodes now. It's Ms. and Mrs. AEW style yep. called like the Rhodes down to the Rhodes or something. Yeah, down the Rhodes or something like that. It's just a reality show following around Cody and Brandy, and they have kids. It's Ms. and Mrs. Nobody wants this. Nobody cares about this. Cody, you you made everybody think that like you're there to change wrestling. Sorry. You 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 were like, we're gonna be the best wrestling company in the world, change the landscape. Well, yeah, now everybody else is picking up your slack because you want to be a fucking celebrity. Like, I'd love to hear your take. Like, I don't I, am I, I being I would too give hard. You- now, all the way up until, I would say the pandemic, like when they still had fans, he was, I felt like he was the backbone. He was the heart and soul almost like the matches he was putting on with his own brother. Like just the things he was doing was because at the time he was like almost trying to prove like he wasn't a like B-less wrestler like everyone made him out to be. Is he the most athletic, insane like Finn Balor? He's no. Cody's going to, I'm sorry, Cody's going to prove to us that while he may not be a B-list wrestler, he sure as hell is a B-list celebrity. <laughs> Yeah, he hey, he might star in um uh Navy SEAL. He instead of the Marine, he'll never be SEAL. he'll never be as bad as the Marine though. What are they Wait, on? Which one? Uh, <laughs> Marine 15. I don't know which one are they on. I don't think they surpassed Fast and Furious yet. <laughs> oh god. Um but so but here's the thing, like how many wrestlers are on AEW's roster now that haven't been on TV in months? Oh yeah, a bunch. But but and they watch Cody, their leader, their vice president, who's on the Go Big show, and who's on the fucking the his new reality show, and he's watching. They're watching time after time more WWE, ex WWE guys coming in and taking again. Like Kenny Omega is the only non ex WWE guy who's held the title. Granted, there's only been three people who've held it. The tag team immediate, immediately was given to WWE guys. Like I, the the TNT belt, like there's been ex WWE guys who've held it. Um, the current <laughs> TNT 
or television cha- I'm not sure what they're called right now. The mm-hmm. what that belt is. The TNT championship. I guess it's yeah, I guess it still is that. He's partnered with a the one of the biggest legends in wrestling. Yeah. Who before going to AEW was with WWE. So I don't know. I just like I really try to like get behind AEW, but again, I just everybody's got a goddamn excuse for AEW. There's an excuse for everything. Just open your eyes and use logic. We shit on WWE. We have to how many times do you have to say we shit on WWE so much here, but like we're willing, we're fans of all wrestling. Yeah. We prefer WWE, obviously. It's I don't know, the easiest to watch. It's most accessible. I'm more invested in what they're doing. But like we shit on them harder than anything. But it just seems like no AEW fan wants to shit on their precious company. The only time that I feel like any like hard mark said anything was the barbed wire death match. That yeah, was like the only they, time. They had, yeah, they had, they had no choice. Yeah, they they were like given no choice but to say anything. They they literally like that. That was also who you saw was like the true diehard fan before they made any sort of statement of like, oh, Kenny Omega says ha ha ha, go f yourself type thing. Before they made any statement, if you saw anyone that was like, no, that was like this, the, those are the true diehard fans that you could never change their mind. They can never do anything wrong. Yeah, but even true marks were like, what the fuck was that? And that uh, like the crowd booed. Well, yeah, but. But that text you said you sent me that uh, that screenshot of somebody asking Cody Rhodes last year or oh, two yeah, years ago, like, year. are you ever going to like do an event during WrestleMania week? And he said something like, no, we're never going to do that. We're not going to we don't need to piggyback off yeah. them. And this is pre like this was like obviously before pandemic and things. It was starting to happen. But I think it was like January or February 2020. So there was no plans of quarantine shutting down and there was no talks of no fans at WrestleMania. So this is when someone asked them because some people have tried to defend that like. Oh, well, it was pandemic. It was weird times. It was at the start of it, but nothing had truly happened. Like no one was getting shut down or anything. There weren't even any like restrictions that we weren't even wearing masks yet. And someone asked him, Hey, we do that. He said, no, we wouldn't piggyback off their event. Long (laughs) behold this weekend coming up. I even said to my friend, Oh, too bad. I didn't come in earlier Friday night. They are doing the first house show. And I think they even just increased tickets. Because it was like so many people wanted it, they made it so they could fit even more fans. And granted, like I will say, they're not taking away anything from any because there's no WWE event going on Friday except SmackDown and yeah, which uh, the Hall of Fame. I don't even think I don't even know if this will be streamed. I'm not sure if it is or not. I don't think it's gonna. I think it's just a house show. I mean, if you don't want to like have any of your events during your. Sorry, you're technically piggybacking. Off. Yeah, which I yeah, the whole weekend, especially because normally WrestleMania like weekend just do it is, next weekend if you yeah, like if you don't want normally to. WrestleMania is one day. You're not going for one day. It's an event. Like I said, when I went two years ago down in New York City, uh, we came in on Thursday or Friday and like immediately like dropped our stuff at the hotel, went and checked out WrestleCon, and then we had an event that night. We literally went to SmackDown, Raw, WrestleMania, NXT Takeover, Hall of Fame, like. We even fit in a uh, a little talk show with Bruce Pritchard and the other guy he did the podcast with. Like so much, it's a it's a whole weekend of events. Like you're not going for one day. It's not like you're going for the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're going for one day. Maybe you'll make a trip out of it. Like you go in the day before, get some nice dinner. No, this is I never walked more in a weekend in my life than I did that weekend. So even if you choose it on Thursday or Friday. Yeah, no, they, and you're doing it in the same town. No, you're you're still kind of piggybacking, which I'll give him. He might have not made the decision. This could be Tony Khan. This could be the other people. 
and he has no say in it. But you know, going off of how Paul's like obviously a little irate about the things Cody does, it, it's just I don't. It, it's right. I don't mean because, to be like irate. It's his life. Like I respect. Do whatever, dude. Cody, do what you need to do to like get you, it's your weird. To, like yeah. The big show. I will give you that. The big show show or whatever it's called. You know, using that to try and gain publicity because you could be like, hey, I'm a wrestler on the show on TNT. Check it out. Like that one, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I was like, that's a good way to, you know, help promote it because, you know, you're not breaking a million fans while SmackDown and Raw, like obviously they know about it. The only reason I find it hard to believe is because you're not going to make new fans really. Like if someone, unless they're under the age of 10, you can't, I feel, create a new fan because if, Someone that's 28 probably isn't going to just fall in love with it now because why didn't they fall in love with it in the golden age of the early 2000s to mid 2000s? Like, I will honestly, I will say the Attitude Era was, or the Ruthless Aggression was better than Attitude Era. That's my personal opinion. So if they didn't get into it then, you're not going to get them into it now. And anyone who's a Raw SmackDown fan knows about AEW. So I looked at it at the beginning of they're trying to boost their ratings by spreading their name more. But it's not like it's a new thing. It's a new company. But at this point, they've been around for almost a year at that point. So people know about them. Absolutely. You can't really spread it anymore. So I gave him the benefit of that on that one. Then came the reality show. Then came, you know, the old tweet of last year, which, like I said, that might have not been him. But the reality show to me was the like, really? You, you had to have a reality show? Are people that interested in you and it Brandy? Just, it, I don't think so. But it just makes me feel like it's Cody's. Wrestling is now taking a backseat. Like Cody used wrestling as his life. Wrestling is my passion as much as he could to his advantage. And now it just seems like professional wrestling is like he's gotten as far as he wanted to with that. And again, I respect it. Get, you know, get your bag, get your money, get your stardom, do whatever you got to do yeah. to help yourself and your family. But it just seems like you used professional wrestling as far as you could have to get what you wanted. And now you're just pushing it to the side to do other things. When I think that you're still needed, which I will give him. I feel like pretty much over the last two weeks, he has that because the whole, you know, faction of the nightmare family, like imploding. And honestly, there's just so many factions going on in AEW and I'm actually kind of enjoying it. Like it's just, I think it's, it's all becoming a giant turf war and just, I'm kind of cool. With yeah. That. Like it's, it's interesting, but up just, until the last couple of weeks, he really well, like he shows up to do something. Just because they were like, oh, we kind of need a ratings boost this week. Yeah, and on the, on the factions thing, real quick, is it seems like that's that's their only way to like get everyone on TV. Which is something we've talked about in the past: is how many tag team matches they do. Like Raw and SmackDown, if you had two tag team matches in one night that didn't involve like, say, it started off with Charlotte and Shayna, and then someone interfered, and then it turned into a doubles match, and then it turned into a six, like not one of those stupid things. Which thankfully. They don't pull that out too often. That is one of my most hated stories. They just outright say there's going to be like a massive six-man tag. Yes, which I know they just had some because they're trying to, because with the whole two nights of mania, they're trying to showcase everyone who's being used that weekend. So therefore you kind of have to have tag teams and triple threats. But other than these weird occasions, they two tag team matches in one night is pretty rare and like on SmackDown and raw, unless they're like doing qualifiers for a cup. Like it has to be a special occasion. Every episode of AEW, if there isn't like three or four tag team matches, I would think it's a weird night. Like they do so many. I love tag team wrestling. I really do. But it is very strange on how often they just kind of put people together. 
because they're like, oh, well, they kind of had a thing in the past and they're all feuding now. So let's just kind of mix and intermingle the storylines just so we can showcase both of you. And it's just a little strange to me how often they do that because you just don't need to. So that's why also it's just weird why like the factions kind of made sense because they do it so much already. So why not do it some more? Yeah. Yeah. Well, huh. Yeah, AEW's weird. I don't know. I feel like I've. I feel like I've. I say enough about AEW, and I. I you know, I, I say it maybe in a. I don't know because I don't. I don't watch AEW enough where because. I don't know. I just don't. Why I don't know. I just don't. It's 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 still. It's not gripping me. I'm not gripped. I'm not into it. I, it'll I, always feel to me still like a. It just feels like a a less. It's a more poorly produced. Just I don't know I I, I don't know like, I I just ran I still it. I don't know how to I still chalk it up to I feel like other than their main storylines like with the inner circle MJF and like your main core people there's no other promos and storylines for people so is, like is MJF even like a main dude anymore I feel like ever like, since I they like kind of I don't want to say buried him to like Moxley but yeah I, I feel, feel like, like once because yeah you can't let him go undefeated because. Weird things can happen with undefeated streaks. So I still think they should have maybe had another match and maybe even gave him the title. Maybe all he's the, too young for it. Again, though, all the people that I've been told are going to be like the next like big they're, thing. They're the next big thing in wrestling. Like, they're not. Yeah. You know, even like John Moxley. Like, I don't care what he's doing right now. I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I don't need to tune into a John Moxley match to like have my wrestling fix satisfied. Yeah. So, and that's again just not an insult to anybody. It's just the truth. I don't know. I, I don't know. And and you know we can see the the viewership. The again, we're we're not even talking about WrestleMania. I, I yeah, we'll it. wrap it back to that. Um, yeah, we'll circle back. Um, the gap, and again, the Wednesday Night Wars are coming to an end this week, next week. So like it's it's done, but the gap closed even more. It was like seven hundred thousand for like AEW, six sixty or like something like that, six thirty or six fifty for NXT. So you know, again, the like AEW is like the is the sweet spot seven hundred thousand. How many more people are going to tune in? You know, are they going to get an extra like three four hundred thousand? I'm almost wondering that. I don't know. I, I, yeah, that's again, what I was talking about. They have to have before. an increase in viewership, but like, it's just people just don't care. And that's what I was saying, like, months ago when we talked about how sooner or later this was going to happen. If they're not consistently breaking a million when the change finally happens, like, I don't think that's a great sign for them. Well, the, so the biggest thing is the network TNT said they were going to be happy with 500k or above. Well, AW is never going below 500,000. No. So I guess at the end of the day, Despite what everybody we think and other people think, the network's happy, and that at the end of the day is all that matters, I guess. Oh, for sure. Like obviously, look at like NXT with they're even lower than that, and like even Raw, how for the longest time they were at one point three million versus SmackDown's two point something million. You know, networks will be happy, but I feel like while the networks is happy as a company. A- a- you shouldn't be happy. Like AEW, if you don't start like crushing it because you don't have competition, you should be looking at that as what are we doing wrong? Unless they're content. If they're content staying in the 700 to a million range, sure. But 
you know, they've tried to claim NXT is not a threat and like Raw and SmackDown is their competitors. Well, you're, this, you're this is where you can prove it. Yeah, prove it like, now. You have no competition. If you don't consistently break a million, and I'll give them like if they fluctuate between 950,000 and like 1.1, 1. 1, you know, they're on their way. Maybe they actually are like competition to Raw. They're starting to. But if they're consistently staying at like the 800,000 range with no NXT competition, that is, that is not good. Yeah, and that's where we're over the next few weeks and months where it's I think the pieces are going to start coming together and we're going to see. I'm also know. curious if there's going to be like an initial spike like the first couple weeks. I would imagine. But then so, yeah. all of a sudden the people who consistently watch NXT, they watch a couple episodes of AEW and they're like, they turn into their casual fans who turn in every couple weeks because it wasn't that exciting. I... Yeah, honestly, like I, I ever since imagine... Sting, have they broke a million? No, I don't think so. And again, the the not to take away from the match, but the Britt Baker Thunder Rosa beat the hell out of each other match. Like nothing to take away from the match at all, but viewership went down again the week yeah. after. So, and I think that's all to do with there's a reason why. Which you know, if you go watch the Ruthless Aggression tapes or whatever it is on WWE The Chronicles thing. Vince ultimately said the reason he changed it from Federation to Entertainment was because they were focusing on the entertainment part of the business because that's what they needed. Once WCW was gone and it was just WWE, they had to compete with themselves because they realized it's not just about the wrestling. Like, we're a TV show. Like, if we're not entertaining, people will not watch, which, you know, I could watch people wrestle, but I, even me, I would get bored with it after a while if there's like, nothing behind it like yeah you know that's a a really really interesting point because when a when when wwe does something like incredibly dumb like uh like the karaoke contest like the like a stupid like talk show or they just anything dumb like the bobby lashley when his sisters oh god yeah now here's the thing the people who shit on that are like wrestling fans because obviously wrestling fans are watching it but you bring up a good point that there are people who watch wrestling to be entertained. And it's hard to say that like some people wouldn't find those bad segments entertaining. So the people who shit all over that, and I, I agree with rightfully so are the ones though, who are like all about the attitude era, the ruthless aggression area who like watching the Indies. Cause there were, we're, we like watching professional wrestling. But maybe there's a bigger demographic out there that like can tolerate the wrestling and enjoys it, but likes the like entertainment side of yeah. it just as much. And I'm starting to wonder that number might be bigger than we think because people watch over a million people watch Raw every week still. Yeah, with how <laughs> mediocre it is. Which newsflash, even in the Attitude Era, we had stupid segments. The D- how many press conferences did DX put on? apologizing for the stupid shenanigans they did prior. Like they did the same stuff, just not as I would say immature. Like it was just sure, we way have less stupid, PG. Yeah. <laughs> like sure. We have the stupid things like the whole Lana Rusev, Bobby Lashley thing. But you know, some of the other ones we mentioned was the karaoke contest. Sure. That wasn't like a PG 13 rated R like SNL comedy skit. It was just something stupid that they thought was entertaining. It wasn't Lashley's here's your life with your sisters thing either. <laughs> like, but you know, those were just kind of stupid fun things. Like you'll get a chuckle out of it. Sure. They're not doing something stupid. Like Sean just got naked in front of a press conference because 
Like, it's not that. I guess that's what it is. Like, the people aren't seeing dudes get naked anymore, so they're not entertained maybe, anymore. Maybe everyone's just upset that no dudes are getting naked. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, you know, uh, we can get back to it. feel so we can talk about WrestleMania a little more. I, uh... Which, that that is one thing I feel like <laughs> the other reason people kind of feel like I feel like they're on a WCW kick right now is because something I definitely want to talk about, the stupidest decision I think made in the last year we mentioned, like, very briefly, the Hurt Business imploded. And the Hurt Business imploded because of Vince McMahon. Mm. Like, MVP and Bobby Lashley went to bat saying, like, I've been reading articles about this, so there is a double side of the coin that I've heard some people say, uh, saying they didn't want this to happen. But Vince even dug his heels in deeper, and he, he was, like, adamant that they were blowing them up as soon as they got good. But... I have seen some people say this could all be a work and Shelton and Cedric got kicked out of the Hurt Business because the Hurt Business is banned from ringside against Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. And it's something they did with WCW and NWO back in the day. Was um, they, now that they're no longer in the faction... It, it leaves the door open to like bring them back together because of how much negative feedback they yes. from like everybody that they broke the hurt business up. So which that's uh, why I'm hoping this whole thing is a work and like the articles and the interviews coming out have been like because even um shit who someone retweeted it and they were like this was the dumbest it might have been like the rock or someone big they were like why would you break them up like that was the stupidest decision like no one in their right mind would make that decision so that's why well, it's like, I mean let me introduce you to the CEO <laughs> and owner of WWE. Yes. So that's why I'm curious if maybe this is all one big ploy and it all just turns into Shedrick, Cedric and Shelton helping him at Mania. But I, I feel like that's not the case. I feel like Vince literally, literally I mean, was like, yeah, this would be good to break you guys up. But I like, Which but literally why? none of them wanted. Vin, like Vince needs to explain that. Why? Yeah. What's, the, what's your plan that's better than what's already working? So yeah. I don't know. I, I got we, nothing. I got. No, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, that's Just why because we wanted to bring up how we we do shit on AEW. Oh, we shit on WWE lot because I've been so fuming over the past two weeks ever since they lost the tag titles to New Day for the eight hundredth time. Just to then get imploded. It's they finally got good. They wanted them to be good a year ago during the pandemic. We, they were mediocre. They're finally good. You're ruined. Yeah, it. we'll we'll lose our damn mind trying to figure out yes. what reason. Why That's they, why. So I don't want to even want to a very small part of me is praying that the WrestleMania thing happens and they do interfere, and that's how Lashley retains is because it was all one big ploy. Yeah. Which honestly, if he does that, I will give him a standing ovation yeah. that Vince thought of that. And by thought of it, I mean he rewatched something from the '90s. But hey. Good for him. At least he did something entertaining. Yeah, it wasn't a karaoke match. I um, I think we should talk about the Universal Title event, but then I think after that we should talk about what do we think is going to happen that will make this WrestleMania big, badass, awesome, memorable. Does that sound good to you? Yeah. So, what do you think about this triple threat match? So, one we called it, said it was going to happen a couple weeks ago. That obviously you, was going to turn did. into a you triple did. threat match. You said it. um. I feel like so, so as good, good time on you, goes Ralph. on, a part of me thinks Daniel might not be there to get pinned. What's he there to do then? I, I think he might actually be there to win. Like, maybe Edge You're, is the one that takes the L. So what's your... And Daniel so, gets the title out well, of all you know, this. You know what I do, though, is when we when we say that's what's going to happen, 
The next question is always, then what's the fault? Like, what's the plan for after that? Well, I think it's the same as Edge beating Randy is Roman doesn't lose the title immediately. And it creates a feud between whoever wins and Roman. Like Roman, I don't think is winning. or So, losing. so is this, so is this Edge's effectively getting match? screwed? Is this Edge's retirement match? Well, see, that's the other thing. Because a lot of people are worried that's, this is what Daniel Bryan's is. It's his last WrestleMania. Like legitimately, like it's not just a rumor and like part of the storyline that yeah. this legitimately might be his last WrestleMania. And, you know, just with how the storylines have been progressing, because it's weird, like Edge isn't necessarily a heel right now, even though he is kind of turning to the rated R superstar. I feel like uh, like we talked about this, you know, like last year when Ciampa came back and I said, oh, he turned heel. And you said, why can't a face just be taking away you mentioned something we're gonna have to talk about actually. oh for sure uh why can't a face just be like letting off steam and like exploding kind of like mm-hmm. Koshida has done and that's where edge is in a weird gray area i don't know which it is right now like said, i don't know if he's turning heel or if he's, our superstar. yeah or if he's frustrated with everything going on so it's just with how the things have been going i just i don't know who wins anymore i was very adamant daniel bryan was there to take an l so edge could win and it continues the feud between roman and edge because Roman never lost the title. So he comes back the following Friday and goes on a tirade, destroys everything, says how he wants his title back, how he got screwed by Adam Pierce. And I feel like that's an easy storyline. And whoever wins is going to be who he feuds. I just don't know if it's Daniel Bryan or Edge anymore. And, and I, it's a toss up for me. I, I was very adamant it was Edge, but I don't know. They're like building a Cinderella story with Daniel Bryan again. So I, I don't think so because they've done it so lacklusterly. And so suddenly. Yeah. You know, there hasn't been enough build to where like Daniel Bryan's last WrestleMania deserves a better build. And you've just done too, you've done too much building of Roman and there's been too much of edge since he came back last year. Like I, I think Daniel Bryan winning would be, I guess I could see it, but it's a little underwhelming. That's why like, it's a rumor that it might be his last one. Like he's been playing that. I think in the storyline, and that's been kind of the thing is that him and Edge have both been saying, like, this is possibly both of our last ones. So so then, I mean, Edge and Roman could continue their feud without the belt? Possibly, kinda, but I feel kinda like... Kind of, like, takes them, like, why is Edge here then? No, I don't think those two would fight without the belt because they're that's what they're both there for. They're not there. Edge isn't there because he wants to fight Roman. He's there because he wants the title, and he's only fighting Roman because he thinks he is the best because he has the title right now. I think Roman will retain and you could have edge and him be like well you didn't beat me well they could just run it back at SummerSlam with maybe full capacity possibly i like i could see it as if roman does retain whoever didn't get pinned will play the you didn't beat me card which if anyone i think could play that card better it would be edge like, I think if Daniel went, well, you didn't beat me. Well, he did just beat you a couple weeks ago, well, whereas he has not beaten Edge. Well, we're not acknowledging that CM Punk could come out and cost one of them the match. and then uh, I don't, I don't <laughs> think that's happening. You see he's been trolling on Twitter with like... He has. He is phenomenal. He's still one of the best, in my opinion. But I, I still don't see CM Punk coming to any ring soon. I feel like he's very content and happy. It's like what we talked about with yeah, like Brock yeah. Lesnar. Like, why would he go to AW? He has to have a reason. It's not about the money. It's about what they want. So unless CM Punk finally feels like this is the time for me to return, like Roman's at the best of his game and I'm going to go face some type thing. I, because like I said, he's not in it for the money. He has plenty of money. He's doing well. 
it's going to be about the accolades and like his true return. And I could see him wanting to return with a full crowd. Yeah. Yeah. But also, you know, the shield was a product of CM Punk. Yeah. He definitely was like CM Punk is a huge part of wrestling history over the last 10, 15 years. I just, I don't know. I don't know if he no, feels I, the need to. I guess I feel bad because I, I don't think he, Sam Punk is coming. But it was just for a while. I will put my pants in the seat. That, that would be. I will text you. Even I'm all. sorry. I don't think uh, 25,000 is enough to have a CM Punk return and get a get the le- most legendary pop of all time. Dude, um, people might. All 25,000. I'll freak out. Well, they, of course they would. Everybody would. That, that'd be the biggest return in, in wrestling history. Like, I'm talking Jonah Hill's reaction in the stupid movie <laughs> with uh, Russell Brand, where he goes, ah, and he's freaking out. That's me, 100%. Yeah. Um, I th- think Brock Lesnar could be there. We're kind of going in now to uh, – now we're kind of segueing into the uh, – I could see Brock maybe finally coming back, and they set up, like, the whole Heyman guy versus Heyman guy thing. That but, would be uh, – so – Yet again, it's the same scenario for me as Punk is. Is that what he wants right now in life? Is he happy with what he's doing? Does he need to be in wrestling? Because I feel like it almost has nothing to do with you know, the fans. But it's no, just, the, it's the, what they want. Sure, but I think the thing is with Brock is you can give him a hefty payday and have him involved for like two months and then just be like, all right, we're done. Yeah. When when you when you bring Brock Lesnar back, it's not to bring him back like permanently ever. Like Brock would Brock would get involved. Maybe like show up a few times between now and SummerSlam, do a SummerSlam match, then be done, make like 20 million along the way. And I mean, Brock has no issue with making money. No, he definitely, (laughs) if it's a big enough payday, he'll be like, yeah, sure, I'm bored, I'll do it. But I just feel like him and both like him and CM Punk and even like The Rock are both in a situation where they're like, I just don't need to unless I just really feel like it. Like, like I said, The Rock has even gone on like statement pretty much saying, yeah, he doesn't plan on coming back to the ring, but he would do it for Roman. He would do it for family. Yeah. So that's where it's like, obviously, the money does not matter. He's the highest yeah. paid actor in Hollywood, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So he, it literally has to be a very like almost sentimental reason for I feel like some of the like even look at John Cena. I feel like to get him to come back would have to be for a very big monumentous thing. Almost like I said, like yeah. if him and Randy were the ones to fight for the seventeenth title, which oh, if Randy doesn't get a couple that more titles, so awesome. I know, but like yet I, again, um, that's one of those things that unless it happens, I think they're content with what well, they're doing. I did a couple months ago. There was like reports that they were going to have a plan for John Cena. Is John Cena going to be there? <sighs> if anything, it might be like the WrestleMania I went to, the thirty-five, where he showed up as like the Doctor of Thumbonomics and like screwed with Elias and that's it like sure I don't sure. see him sh- showing up to like set something up like he'd be going there I think just to do like a, oh hey I'm here because I'm pretty sure the best of my knowledge he's actually like a free agent for the first time like ever right now like I don't think he's under WWE contract he's under all. Hollywood contracts oh yeah <laughs> that Hollywood money son uh, uh so that's why like maybe if they did something fun like he could show up like just kind of be like almost like legends might like they show up for that one night to do a promo but I, I I don't yet again as him like maybe he'll show up just for fun because it's like maybe. hey fans are back I hope so but like I everyone I don't think people would really expect him to continue coming back whereas like any of the other names we mentioned like I I would expect him to see them the following Monday the following SmackDown whatever right. brand they interrupted I expect to see them immediately if John John Cena shows up at WrestleMania I would not expect to see him then on Monday Night Raw the next night I'd be like oh he was here for Mania same with Hulk Hogan he's going to be one of the hosts. 
I don't expect him to see on Raw the next night. Right. Which he might be because he's in town. I uh, I do expect, and this is just based off nothing, but I, I think it makes sense that Becky Lynch does come back. And, and this could be the time she returns. Well, I, I it's clear that like she, she had the baby. The baby's good. She posted that one picture, and she looks like she's still fit. And oh, yeah. She's been working so, out even when she was pregnant. Yeah. So I think... If there's anybody who would want to get back into the ring more than anybody, it's Becky Lynch. But For sure. Becoming a mom changes things. 100%. Um, I think, I, I I really think Becky Lynch comes back. I think Rhea Ripley wins the title. 100%. And I, and I think that Becky and Rhea get involved, but I do think Rhea would beat Becky. Because I, I'm almost wondering if Becky comes back, but is now a part-time thing because she's a mom now, and maybe she's, you know... Yeah, something we talked about. Very well, I'm good. The Royal Rumble was she showed up, and like Bianca was the one that eliminated her to set up after WrestleMania a feud to help further boost Bianca. Like she not only beat Sasha Banks for the title, but now she's feuding with Becky, and she beats Becky. Like that that is a big start to a title run. Like beating those two, so it's almost the same thing. Like if Rhea beats Asuka and then beats Becky Lynch, like. She's gonna hold that title for six to nine months easily. Yeah, that's and that should be that should be the plan. Yeah, like if Rhea like, doesn't win, then I have zero hopes for the women's title because what they've been doing with Asuka, like I know she got injured, she got kicked in the face by Shayna, but like, why is your singles women's champion fighting the tag champions? Like, I feel like they've misused her over the last three to five months so much, yeah, like almost yeah. pretty much since like almost like uh. Kari left like as soon as they broke up like Sasha and Bailey yeah. they focused so much on Sasha and Bailey and them on Smackdown that the like raw women's division just got so thrown to the wayside it's insane so I think Rhea is what they need to like reinvent the division and put them back on the map like you get a dominant force in Rhea Ripley and she becomes the nightmare of everyone's dreams and just goes on a tirade and wins the title if that doesn't happen then I have zero faith in the women's division on raw I agree. Um, I guess real quick we can uh, 